Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Billy. What's up, Billy? How you doing, buddy? What up, what up? Uh, fresh off the nap, both of us. Yeah, really. dude. I doing fucking good. work and took a nap in this chair right here. <laughs> same, same here. Uh, so I woke up and I texted. I was like, shit, what time is it? And then I texted you because there was no response. And I was like, what the hell, bro? Are you eating at a buffet or what? Sure enough, you're sleeping too. Yeah, sure enough. I like crushed a crushed a cheeseburger through a uh, a couple like I just threw a condensed game on to like kind of catch up on some stuff real quick. And as I'm sitting here, the condensed game put me to sleep. Apparently, <laughs> all right. It happens, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was your weekend, man? Uh, what all did you get into? Or I guess your week. Fucking. Fucking nothing. It was awesome, dude. Bye week. So I slept in on Sunday. Almost didn't get my lineup set. Um, I forgot there was another uh, what England game or wherever the hell they are. Oh, Frankfurt. And then, yeah. And I fucking got some monsters on like Friday or Saturday, and then I never left the house again. It's pretty sweet, man. That is fucking sweet, actually. <laughs> I need to keep myself <laughs> I, for real. I just sat here in more often like that. Uh, yeah, I, I legitimately didn't do a ton either. I worked a bunch this week and then, uh, I guess we went out Friday. Uh, Amy had her as a friend in town. So we kind of like just were showing her around the old Pittsburgh areas and all that stuff. So we did a couple different breweries and stuff like that Friday. And I worked Saturday all day. So, or not all day, but most of it. And then. Watch the shit show that is uh, Nebraska football team. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. Yeah, I heard it's going pretty bad, bro. Dude. Well, like, would you have three different quarterbacks? And, three like, quarterbacks. All three of them threw, for, threw interceptions. Uh, Harburg, yeah. Eric Harburg, who's like, I guess technically the best of them all, is, as they consider it. Uh, he threw two. Um, fucking. Jeff Sims came in and just, he's so fucking bad. He just, he fumbles everywhere. He doesn't know how to, the dude had seven turnovers to his, to his name in the first two games of the season. Seven. Yeah. You have to, he was averaging a turnover every seven plays. That's absurd. Oh my God. Yeah. That was your starting quarterback. That was starting quarterback at the start of this year. Like, dude. What sucks is you only lost by like a field goal too, right? They so lost like the field goal at the one very end of the game. Kind of the... <laughs> yeah, after like six turnovers or whatever. And in the yeah. the last turnover that Chubba Purdy throws was one the dumbest play call I've seen in forever. They don't even it's like they're not teaching these young receivers like how to really run the crossing routes on the outside slants and shit like that. Cause the he's Looking, he's staring the guy down the entire way and throws it right into the fucking defensive back who just sat on the route. He knew it was coming. And the other the other receiver right. never got deep enough to actually make that defender cover him. So it was just it was terrible. Right, yeah. And that I mean they were on like the six yard line. Like all you had to do at that point is run the fucking ball. And you could have just, you know, taken the field goal. Like play can play a little bit more conservative. Do you um, do you think the NIL is going to kill smaller like areas like that? Like 
Huskers and all that shit? Uh, I don't think so because I mean Pitts or Pitt, <laughs> Nebraska has a fairly decent NIL program set up already. Like they have a separate entity on the outside that covers all of it. They help get these kids extra money on the side. I mean, the big one that they were talking about this right. year was uh, Malachi Coleman, who is using his NIL money to help fund foster kids. Like he's putting a bunch of his money towards foster kids foundations and stuff like that and charities because that's what he, I mean, he never really met his dad. He said, and his mom just up and left. So he was like taking care of his fucking sister and him when he was a 16 year old in high school. I mean, that's really cool. And all. I, would, I just meant like, are these smaller schools going to be able to afford the better athletes anymore? You know, cause it's not really, it's recruiting all, doesn't even matter. I feel like so much anymore. I mean, recruiting still does. I mean, it, it's still a huge part of it. And a lot of these kids, I mean, yeah, you're making a ton of money as it is right now, which is wild because you're not, that was never done before. But I mean, these smaller schools, it's still school and there's going to be plenty of these, these athletes that don't get, you know, as highly touted and then it goes somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Um, Just like everything, but like, is it going to be more of the top, the bigger schools? You're not going to really see the smaller schools come into be a part of it anymore? Yeah, probably. You're probably going to see much more of the top, you know, 10 schools and then not really changing a bunch. Like it has been, you know. Like last year's anomaly of having TCU randomly make it through. How long do you think before it's just like SEC versus everybody else, basically? Like SEC has its own fucking league, basically. Uh, I mean, you're pretty much seeing it already that way. Look at what happens next year. The Pac-12 dissolves. And, like, the craziest part about the Pac-12 yeah, that's what I mean. is, like, the Pac-12 itself, dude. Like, think about it. How good is the Pac-12 this year for the first time in how long? They didn't beat the shit out of each other, really. I mean, you have Oregon and Washington, but, like, Washington's, you know, on the cusp of being into the in the actual playoff. And this is the last year of the Pac-12. Yeah. They're the possibly they have a strong argument right now to be the strongest conference in the country right now. Well, USC also has the best quarterback. Are they still in the Pac-12? USC? Yeah, yeah. USC goes to the Big Ten. Yeah, okay. I believe next year. So it's gonna be That's I, so weird. But like the weird part about it for USC is they have the best quarterback, but they're completely fucked. They're done. They lost too many games. They won't, I think they've they've lost four games no. this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always like giant shootouts, and then he loses at the end or something. Well, did you see that he was? Uh, everyone was making fun of him for crying, crying. At, with his mom in the Whatever. crowd. I mean, the dude's fucking was, emotional. Yeah. That's what it is. I let him cry. Fuck your name. He's, yeah, exactly. I cry all the time. I think he's cares. probably he was probably crying at the fact that his fucking defense lost him a possibility of getting another Heisman. <laughs> that defense was terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If they like could get one single stop a game, he'd be fine. But. Oh, dude, that was like I said it after this the Nebraska game on on Saturday. We were texting a few friends, and one of them was like, tell, "We were talking about the game." I go, "Dude, if I'm the defense, I'm going to practice on Monday, and we're beating the fuck out of the offense <laughs> the entire game. Like I'm." I'm beating the yeah. brakes off that fucking team because that defense played so fucking good to just get shit on by a terrible 
fucking the offense was just that bad, dude. Holy fuck. So bad. You're the Jets. You're the Jets of college football, dude. Dude, they are. It's sad. I kind of. Yeah. I, I I have to deal with it in the NFL and I have to deal with it on fucking Saturdays in this <laughs> college too. Defense is great. Offense can't NFL figure out. Winning. That's that's fair. Yeah. That one is fair. I'll give you Well, that. I would say uh, it's well-deserved for the Oscars anyway. That's fair. 30, 30 years of pain is deserved. Oh, I don't know about 30 years, dude, but okay. <laughs> All right, 130 years of pain. What are we, fucking Penn State? Jesus family. Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. No, you deserve it. Oh, All whatever. Right. Enough about college. Whatever, Let's get out dog. Of here. I shot. do have a shot up here. Yeah, yeah. I, I poured one of those fucking the THC tequila. There you go. Well, Let's see if it. I don't think it actually has it. In. All right. Cheers. Not. Cheers. Whitney, always. It's cheap and I like it. Leave me alone. Yeah. Not sure how if I've really even had it, unless what? you poured it a million times at Sydney or something. Big Whitney. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's newer. Um, yeah. It didn't come out until after I moved to Pittsburgh. Um, there's a podcast oh, okay. that I listen to called Spitting Chicklets. It's a hockey podcast. Yeah. They got sponsored by New Amsterdam because they're a bar stool. Technically, like, it's underneath the bar stool brand. And when they got sponsored by New Amsterdam, they were making a joke on the podcast of like what they would like to, you know, what they would mix their vodka with to drink. And Ryan Whitney... One of the guys that's on there, he's a former NHL player, was, uh, he goes, I like to mix mine with that Newman's own pink lemonade. He's like, little little vodka, little pink lemonade. He's like, we're going to call it the Pink Whitney. That is a good. Yeah. But they ended up, yeah. it's, it's literally a pink lemonade vodka. Like, that's all it is. And oh. it kind of, like, took off. So, like, New Amsterdam saw an idea of, like, well, we're shitty vodka anyways. Like, we make flavored ones. Why not make this be a flavored one too? And they're like eleven dollar right. bottles, dude. So it's a super sugary oh, fucking shit. vodka. Okay. So like it is what it is. Yeah. Easy shooter. It tastes good, especially when it's ice cold. I, I just have mine at room temperature well, right now. I'm sure it's better than any like Smirnoff or anything. Oh, it's it's all right, yeah. 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 I mean yeah, unless exactly. they, I'm not gonna say it's the most amazing thing in the world unless they want to come sponsor us, huh? You know? You hear that? Yeah, you hear you uh, hear that? New Amsterdam, Pink, Pink, Pink Whitney. <laughs> That's right. We were yeah, we were in the game time, but they fucked us, so we needed a new one. Yeah, Pink Whitney hit us yeah, up. Game time fucked us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, game. What's going to give me free shit? <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, let's get into these games from Week Ten. We'll start with the Pickums. Uh, let's just get right into the shittiest one. The game that nobody wanted to fucking watch, and it was in Germany. <laughs> the shit bowl of the week, as we oh, called yeah. it. Indianapolis versus New England. Technically, New England was the home team. Oh, yeah. And Indy was favored by two in this game. Uh, field goal showdown, baby. <laughs> like... They literally scored in the first quarter and then had nothing happen until the fourth. It was just like shit show city. Also, Bill Belichick looks more and more fucking stupid as it goes. 
He can't decide if he wants to play Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. And then Zappi well, comes put, in. He puts Zappi in on the game-winning drive. He puts Zappi in, and he throws the interception. Go, granted, yeah. Mac Jones also threw one in the red zone earlier in the game. Um, and he almost well, he had one I don't almost really fault Zappi, though. I no. feel like I don't fault Zappi, though, because, like, you're thrown in there. You've never – he wasn't in the game dispersed, you know? Like, he was thrown in on the last drive hoping to win it. Fucking ridiculous. And then you see Bill just, like, putting his hand on oh, his yeah. head. I love it, dude. Oh, it's great. After Are we going to uh, talk about how Bill uh, is uh, yeah, walk exactly. of shame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly it's him. His fucking crisp, his crisp morning, dude. A shirtless morning. I almost think that that's just some other random ass Boston just douchebag. Like, but it looks way too fucking so similar, close. bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it could have been. I don't mean it could have been Bill like a out there, video. He's out there trying to hit, find some strange and have the. Uh, can get the slump buster out of the way. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta use your name while it's still credible, dude. If they fire him, he's not gonna be slaying all those Boston chicks anymore. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, he, he, he definitely will not be. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, this game. I mean, it was just not even fun. <laughs> like, no, it sucks. Shit was ten to six. Just. Turd fest. I woke up at like the fourth quarter and I was like, oh, I'm glad I forgot. Yeah, dude, I bet. Um, I had New England for some reason in this game. That was a dumb choice. <laughs> you s- I was like, I was like, you said win. something about Bill. Like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Mac Jones is going to come back to glory. He's best. Yeah, He's awesome. Yeah, and he failed me. So here we are. Don't it's put a, money okay. on anything that I have to say anymore. <laughs> So about Bill getting fired this summer, dude. There's it a, it's even getting louder and louder, even with the fact that he signed a extension for a bunch <laughs> of money at the end at the start of the year. Yeah, but the that extension part, could be like, well, think about it. It could be like a severance package, right? Because you have to pay coaches no matter what, even if you cut them or fire them or whatever. Correct. So what if they just did that? And like, you're not okay. What is Bill going to turn this around? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're just kind of on a fuck trajectory. So you kind of just got to cut. At the court. Well, yeah, and like the weird part about it is, just like, could it could it also be just like he signed it, but they also have like an idea that they can do like a uh, what we, what would you call it? Just like he can like move into a front office role or something like that if they decide. Like Coughlin did, like uh, yeah, because Coughlin yeah. definitely did that after they won their two Super Bowls, and then they were kind of having that like they weren't great for a while kind of the same thing that happened to Coughlin when he was at Jacksonville where he was great and then it just kind of like yeah it wears out on people like it it, it gets to the point yeah. where I mean even fucking Andy Reid got fired from here after whatever 13 years or whatever you know yeah I, I don't know I didn't put Andy Reid in the same way I think Andy Reid he just it was one of those deals where he just never really had that climax like you know to win the win the Super Bowl and they finally just were like, you know, we're going to go a different way. But Philly's also way more apt to like yeah, yeah. make that decision than most other spots. Like, I mean, That's true. If Andy Reid was still doing the same things in Philly, say, say Andy Reid, switch him out and put him in Pittsburgh, and he did what he did, I'll bet you Pittsburgh would have never – they never would have fired him. Oh, probably. I mean, you had – Cough or uh, uh, you still have Tomlin and yeah. then uh, what's his name before Cower? Yeah, he had him for ages. 
Cower was And what's crazy from... about that too is like well, Cower finally won a Super Bowl like toward the end, right? Like, but he was there for like twenty years. It feels like. Yeah, Cower was there from ninety three till two thousand six. Uh, they won the Super Bowl in 05. Oh. 06, He ended up. It was right before 05. He the Steelers were knocked out of the playoffs early, and he ended up doing a bunch of stuff with CBS, like analyst stuff. Oh, okay. And that like kicked that off to see, realize that he was good at doing that, and like oh six, all that shit happened with Ben getting fucking hit while he was on his motorcycle, uh, like all kinds of weird shit. They ended up you know not making the playoffs, going like six and ten the following year after winning the Super Bowl, and Cowher was just done. I think he was just. I think he saw. He's like I, 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 I did what I needed. And I'm done. And like, you know, there's always a rumor for how long that he was going to come back. But he also said flat out, he goes, if I ever come back, I'm not coming back unless I have a like a legit yeah. quarterback. Franchise guy, yeah. Uh, do you think Bill would get a call right away like Andy did? I don't know. Because this... I don't think he would. His downfall since Brady has been stark. And it's not yeah. like it's not like Andy without McNabb. So true. Like Andy no, still true. was Andy was still successful. Yeah, not quite as, but he was still successful. The Patriots yeah. haven't made the playoffs since Tom Brady left, dude. And Brady won one without him, even you know. So like, it's just such a that crushing. That makes look. it even fucking worse, right? <laughs> Yeah, it kind of makes you think. Yeah, I mean, I would move on from him. I I don't care about the guy anyway, though, so that's a little different. But I, I wanted to move on from Andy when we did, so I can imagine Pats fans wanting to move on from Bill. Why I not? Mean, you have to. Fresh blood point. in there. Yeah, I mean, you have to at some oh, point. You have to, you have to have an idea that you would like to get rid of the guy that is – I mean, he's great, obviously. We all know that he's good, but he was. I mean, I'm not saying he is now. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we've I wonder all if seen. they're. I wonder if there's. I wonder if they're going to push him into just retiring. Be like, hey man, we don't need to like, you know, put dirt on your name by firing you in a way. You know, just retire. Well, I also think one of the things with him, like one, he's never been. A, I don't think he's ever been a great judge of talent. I think he gets the most out of players, <laughs> but I don't think he's ever been a great judge yeah. of talent. And with when they moved him to like have him like basically be the GM also. That's just that was the start of the downfall for me when I started watching that team. Pioli left. Right. Like that team mm-hmm. became so much worse from a talent standpoint. Like they would go find, you know, the Wes Welkers and and, and Danny Amendola's and and uh what's the fuck was Danny Woodhead's, you know, and grab them on cheaper contracts, pull them from some other team, and they'd go to to New England and Excel. Same with the defensive side of the ball. But ever since he's kind of taken over that role as a GM, I don't think they they haven't drafted nearly as well on either side of the ball. And two, this is something that came up on the Pivot podcast. Um, that I don't know if you listen to it at all. It's Ryan Clark, Channing Crowder, and uh, Fred Taylor. They 
made the note of like how you're seeing more like player oriented coaches, like players coaches now, instead of the dictatorship mm-hmm. from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that changed that's a big movement. Especially in the NFL, and like Channing Crowder made it best known. He goes, when he said like an example was when Saban was in Miami. He'd come in screaming and yelling at these guys, and they're like, who the fuck do you think you are talking to me like this? We're equals. Yeah. Like, yes, you were the coach. It's not But, like, you're not my dad, and you don't get to talk to me like this. (laughs) Like, be an adult. Talk like a fucking normal person. And if you look at it, a lot of these younger coaches, that's who they are. The McDaniels, the McVay, uh, Sirianni's another one. Cariani. That's right. It's all culture builders. It feels like that's what it is now. It's more or less, uh, yeah, the talent is important, but it's the talent only gets you so far when like nobody's like, if the team's not meshing together, you know, for sure. So it's like they're, they're just trying to create whatever culture they're after. And uh, those types, type of teams seem to be the ones that are successful more than not, you know? Um, but yeah, like Sirianni and all them, <laughs> and um, uh, what's his name for the Lions? Uh, Campbell. Damn it, Campbell. Yeah, he's a player guy too. Like his whole staff was a fucking was all players. So, all right, but I sorry, get no. Bill out of here. Boot his ass right. out of here. We don't need to we'll see that guy anymore. Let's move on to the next fucking game. Keeper. Crip keeper, <laughs> <All right. laughs> like huh? All right, he's Detroit at L.A. The Chargers. Uh, I ended up taking the Chargers yeah. in this one because I was in the idea that Justin Herbert was going to do something amazing again. Uh, Lions were favored. Well, I like taking the home underdog, dude, and they were the home underdog. I know, I know, I know. And you were like Lions going west or whatever that weird con- conflict. That was that is a part of it too, but they're not. It's not as bad for the Lions <laughs> yeah. to go west because they're still Central Time. Yeah, but this game, which was insane, it had. Awesome. Dude, so the second half had seven total drives together for both teams. Take a guess at how many punts happened. One. Just one. <laughs> I'm looking Literally, at it. I cheated. Punt, I'm right touchdown, at it. touchdown, 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 yeah. game-winning field goal. I mean, the second quarter, each team had two touchdowns also, dude. It was just, like, blowing dude, up. This game, in total, like, outside of, like, obviously the end of the half, they only had two punts. Sorry. I apologize. The Lions had a punt and a down, and they lost the ball on downs. And the Chargers had two punts. And one interception. That's the only, like, that's the only. <laughs> out of all the drives, five of them ended of without without uh, points put up on the board. Which is just, that's fucking insane. It was a blast for me. Oh, dude, it's I'm just sure. like a fan, dude. I love that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, 41-38, like, it was just the back and forth game. But, like, they just they just came out and just started going, going to fucking town. <laughs> Midway through, what was it, the second? They came out swinging hard. Like, after the last punt. Of the of the uh, first half, it was literally touchdown, 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 end of half. 
Then you get a punt to start the start the fucking half. It was touchdown, 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 touchdown. Like, yeah, dude, exactly. It's like it's like a fucking Big Twelve game back in the day with the air raid. <laughs> Even like the time of possession is like a difference of like barely a minute, three thirty four to twenty nine twenty six, like right on there. Yeah, I knew it was awesome. And it, the Lions, bro, they're tough, dude. I mean, I feel like the Chargers, they kind of always have games like this, like where they just kind of shit the bed at the end and everything. Yeah. But, you know, the Lions had a punch or counter punch for every punch that the Chargers had. Dude, the Lions might get home field advantage, bro, in the playoffs. There's, there's a very good possibility. They could. Dude, they have an easy schedule coming up. You know what I mean? Like the rest of the, the Eagles have a hard schedule. Even the Cowboys is kind of hardish. Uh, Lions could just cruise right the fuck in there. They're only game behind. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's dude, it's like it's kind of like it's just insane though. Though it's funny to me with the Chargers side. So they literally go out to get a defensive-minded coach, knowing <laughs> yeah that like that's been their hindrance is the defense hasn't been good. This defense should be way better than what it is. Like they have game changers, Khalil Mack, Nick Bosa. <laughs> Like you should be, you should you have two amazing yeah, Samuel Junior. and they just can't yeah. put it together. Like Brandon Staley is supposed to be this great defensive mind, and his team has given up thirty eight points consistently. I think I think Staley and Gannon were like the same like tree, Fangio tree. All these guys. Ah, okay. And uh, what their deal is is that like. They just play basic coverages. Uh, they're really good at trying, like handing off uh, receivers in the in the secondary. Yeah, like that's their bread and butter. But they pretty much just rely on the D line to just fucking rush, no stunts or nothing, just rush, and we'll cover the three to four yard passes or whatever. Nothing overhead. Like they did. That's how like all the quarterbacks when we had Gannon. Any any quarterback, it was like a litmus test. Like if the quarterback could like light us up, they were probably better than average. Like even uh. Uh, Car had like a ninety percent game against us once. Yeah. Um, but then if you couldn't, you were obviously like a shitty quarterback. So it was like we could only beat up on the shitty ones, and then the good ones would dice us up. And it kind of looks exactly like this. Yeah. Like they would have huge holes in the middle and shit. Like Porto was like hitting them deep and stuff. It was gnarly. Yeah, I I was just more like to me. It's just I was just kind of a shock at how bad the defense ends up being. Um. Yeah. But he, I mean, this is a huge, huge win for the for the Lions, and like right now, like with everything that happened, they have like what a two and a half game lead, I think, on Minnesota, which also, oh yeah, Josh Dobbs has all of a sudden become like fucking good, which is wild. True. <laughs> so, yeah, for two like, different teams, dude, he's he's come in and just like won a game for him, and then. Oh, did you hear his uh, Dobbs? I know it's like off topic real quick, but did you hear Dobbs' conversation with Gannon before he got traded? Uh-uh. So the trade deadline was coming up, and his agent was like telling him like in advance, like, hey, you never know, blah, 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 because Kyler's coming back. And uh, so he went and had like a one-on-one with Gannon, and this is Dobbs, right? And Gannon said, <clears throat> like, as like guarantee you will not get traded. Like, we like, you know, blah, 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 having you around. You're awesome. And then four hours later, he got <laughs> traded. <laughs> to me, that just tells me that Gannon has he left that- no actual like say in like those personnel yeah. issues. 
Perhaps, but like, you know, you can't let your coach say stuff like that if you're the GM, knowing that, like, you got to, like, inform him of the possibilities of who's going. You know what I mean? I mean, you should. To but double also, down. And then we're talking about the same, like, front office that was making their fucking players pay for lunch. Yeah, you're right. They and hired then, the perfect guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's the shithead for a shit show. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, I am 0-2 yep. now on the day. Going to the next That's game, right. San Francisco at Jacksonville. San Francisco <laughs> was favored by Sucked. three in this game. Or sorry, yeah, yeah. I And again, I home underdog. Took the Jags. Good God, did they get fucking trampled. <laughs> I think we both did. Yeah, dude, this oh, I didn't expect this at all. Like Yeah, yeah. I thought like the Jags offense at least was gonna be okay. And the and the Jags defense isn't that good, but their secondary has been pretty great and it just got destroyed. Yeah, I mean George Fucking Kittle three. CMC was running all over him. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, you watch McCaffrey, it's so fucking frustrating, dude, because the guy just does not go down until you get like five dudes on him. It's wild. Uh, they did, however, break his uh, streak of scoring a touchdown. McCaffrey yeah. was at like 17 weeks in a row of scoring a touchdown. And they broke that. Yeah, I think so- someone was complaining that they didn't just let him have it since the score was out of hand. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, th- I mean, there wasn't much to say about this one. Lawrence had two interceptions and lost a fumble in the game. They just didn't do shit on offense. Seventeen to twenty nine for one eighty five. Uh, yeah, that front, the front on the defensive line, is now rivaling how good the front is for, for from Philly, man. Because like, adding, well, I mean, they probably Bryce have the potential Young, to be better. Adding <laughs> yeah. Bryce Young to that fucking mix, you already stole yeah. what's his face from you guys. Uh, that was a, Javon Hargrave. Hargrave, and you already have Bosa, yeah. who was the you know, defensive player of the year last year. Like and I don't I don't think Bose is as good as they say. Look at his playoff stats last year. I don't give me disagree. a single tackle. There's not one. That's fair. He had zero. Do you yeah, I mean I but I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because you do it to me all the time with Miles. I know. They are good. Yeah. Yeah. So they are good. It it's kind of like uh their their potential is like how Washington should have been, right? How they had all these fucking stars and it just wasn't going well, you know. Uh, I feel like that's the Niners here. Like it's the same thing, but it is going well. Like this is the difference. But I don't know. I mean, they look pretty formidable again. But then again, they just lost three in a row. It's like they're strange. Yeah, thirty-four to three ends up being this game. I think they got a little bit healthier finally with that bye week. Uh, yeah, they did. Debo yeah. was back, so that helps. I mean, obviously, that's another huge weapon for them on the on the offensive side, and they kept Brock. Brock pretty clean. He only takes two sacks in the game. Yeah. But they also don't lean on him. They they 19 to 26. I mean, fucking Sam Darnold got into this game, man. That's how bad the bad, bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they even let him, they even let Sam Darnold throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. He got two. <laughs> they I mean, they're fucking dude, them in Dallas. I mean, you can't look overlook the Lions, those three right there. I think they're the yeah. main ones to work about i think they're really good oh yeah so we both lost this one making me 0 for three to start the fucking day off 
And uh, you two and <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> All right, let's get to this next game. This fucking game was insane. Like, I'm not kidding you. Insane. Cleveland versus Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore yeah. was favored by six going into this game when we made the decision on it because they didn't know who was going to start the game. P.J. Walker or uh, Deshaun Watson. This, dude, it's just fucking, this game was just absurd. So, very first game, very first play of the game, <laughs> Deshaun Watson pick six. Like, yep. Ravens fans going nuts. Like, they got, they've got to be all excited. Like, what the fuck? Hell yeah, man. This is great. <laughs> Deshaun Watson didn't complete his second pass in this game until 12 minutes left in the second quarter. Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah. yeah look this up. He was 2 of 10 going into the, the their first drive of the second quarter. He was 1 of one for 9 in the first quarter, 1 for 9 with 19 yards and an interception return for a touchdown. He was Jesus Christ. Just total ass. Uh what a, what a fucking turnaround. Lamar was in the first quarter 7 for 7 for like 88 yards. It was something else, man. But uh Keaton Mil- Keaton yeah, Mitchell yeah, gets that fucking crazy run. Uh and then they get a, a Justin Tucker field goal. I mean, they go into the half 17-9. Like all all that Cleveland can do yeah. is, is kick field goals to start. Very first And then coming right out of half. Yeah, coming right out of half. Yeah. Odell Beckham for a 40-yard <laughs> touchdown. Putting him up 24-9. Yeah. What is it? Crazy, dude. Th- I thought it was a wrap. This is when I was fucking DMing or messaging you on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, being I, like, I did fuck up. I put, the wrong. Wrong. I, put, I put the picture wrong. I put the wrong yeah. logo on the wrong guy. So that's my fault. I did fuck that up. <laughs> You're all like. I'm sorry, yes. Baltimore. It is my fucking fault <laughs> that this happened. You had so, the lead. You had the win. And then I stepped in. So the wild part about this game, too. So it's. 31-17 with 11 minutes left. Yeah. A 14-point lead. 11 minutes left. Deshaun Watson drives him down. Elijah Moore, 10-yard touchdown pass. The very next drive. Two plays in. <laughs> Fucking Lamar Jackson's rocket arm just drills a player in the helmet with the pass. Shoots straight up in the air. Greg Newsom the second takes it for a fucking 34-yard touchdown return. And then Dustin Hopkins <laughs> misses the PAT to tie the game. Of course. Uh, this, of course, this is, man. Where this is fucking hilarious, okay? The only time it's happened this year, obviously it's happened before. So Baltimore can't do anything with their drives. After. So Cleveland gets the ball with the final for the final uh final drive. They go twelve plays, take five minutes off the clock to kick a field goal with time running out. So time expires as they're kicking the field goal, right? <laughs> Only yeah. game this year so far. They never led this game. 
They own 0% of time being ahead in this game. And they won the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what does it count? Just like as clock hits zero, then points? Because clock was count? at zero. They don't yeah. have any. They have no time ahead in this game except for the like, being at the end of the game. Because it was, you know, clock's expired. That's that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, this is like that's. And they that's, were like, and on that last drive, wasn't like Watson like running and shit, like breaking tackles here and there and stuff. Yeah, dude. He, like, I think he took off like a couple different times. He looked, he like, yeah, they look good on that last drive. It's well, pretty wild. Also, the Ravens who have like this. Yeah, go ahead. He also fumbled on a sack during that last drive. I know. Yeah. He happened to get it. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then the very next pass, he gets a deep 17 yarder, two minute warning there. Yep. Yeah, dude. What if he, what if he finally turned it on? What if he turned it on, man? I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not knocking him by any means. Like I'm glad I, I, they, you did what you did. You got the win. You came back. Yeah, You wanted him to win. (laughs) I I did take him. to. I took a, I was taking the Browns because of the points. Like I thought there's no chance. I understand, but you still wanted them to beat Baltimore. Why not? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it makes, it helps Pittsburgh for the division. Exactly. But, yeah. Like still, like even though like he had such a shit start to the game and he ends up twenty of thirty four for two thirteen. Like he, Yeah. Uh Lamar, thirteen of twenty three, two twenty three. Now one of the weird things that I I'm gonna get into on this one, this is just Baltimore has given up double digit leads in the fourth quarter like seven or eight times now. In the last two years. Remember last year's Miami debacle? Miami came back yeah. down like 21 in the fourth quarter. What do you think that is though? Like, did they just start playing backups on defense or something? Like I don't think it's backups on defense. I think that the offense starts to become predictable. I think and this is just yeah. this is just me looking at it. It's a theory. In all of these games, Baltimore has come out looking fucking good. Super good to start, hot off the fucking press, and then slowly but surely, they get to Lamar, and they make him turn the ball over. And then everything goes downhill. It's same thing happened but it can't be like, game, dude. It can't be same like some thing. secret sauce. Like you, would, you would think they'd see it on film before they even get in the game. It's not like they have to see it live and then all of a sudden figure it out. I feel like it has to be more Baltimore's fault. Than anyone. I, I'm not going to deny that. I, I think it probably is Baltimore's fault. They're yeah. not doing so, that. Something's happening in the play calling that makes them more predictable yeah. when they when they have the lead. Because they're just like shutting down. The key point to all of this is the fact that like on these, you know, games, they're making Lamar turned the ball over. Like, Pittsburgh did it the same way. Strip sack. Interception in the red zone. uh, Getting them flustered so they turn it over on on downs inside the 20. Like, that all happened in the Pittsburgh game. This one, they gave it up at the end. I mean, the the pick six was fucking ridiculous, dude. He just, he hit his, he hit his (laughs) player. Like it was like a little giant's play, dude. He hit him right in the face mask. 
<laughs> yeah, it's hilarious, dude. And it's like the third time he's done that this year. <clears throat> I feel like this keeps happening to like the top teams, right? So like everyone's all over the Ravens nut talking about how the good their defense is and stuff. And then like the very next game, they have this like blown lead, huge blown lead entirely in the fourth quarter, basically. And uh, they lose like nobody can like keep consistent at the top. I don't, I don't get it. Oh no. Yeah. Nobody can. Absolutely not. Except the Eagles. Well, apparently it's just like a weird, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, Baltimore, like it's just, it's, there's something weird about it, man. Uh, Miles Garrett. They're does, funky. Your whole division's funky. Dude. They're like so good, but they just beat the shit out of each other. Like, dude, it's so weird. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Miles Garrett showed up in this game too. He got a he had one and a half sacks, one tackle for loss, two quarterback hits. Uh, only had the three tackles, but I mean, you kind of expect that. They kind of moved him. They were they started moving Miles around now instead of just having him on the weak side at all times. Right. Which I think is the best mm-hmm. idea that they could have made. Like it to me. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like you got a guy like that. Why would you not move him around? Um, it's not like TJ where they run him off the left-hand side because he has more moves off that side. He's just stronger rushing off the left than he is the right. Um, but at the same time, they still move TJ around a little bit, and he'll do a bull rush from the inside every once in a while, shit like that, drop back coverage. But, yeah, it was a fucking hell of a, hell of a defensive game at the end. <laughs> they looked like shit to start. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, yeah, so I ended up winning that one. My moving to one and three. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. You drop down to two and two, two and two, two and two. Yeah. Basically, it all comes down to uh, what Steelers game, right? Well, no, I mean, you already won because because we both had the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to reveal that, but well, we both had the Steelers, so okay, it is what it is. I lost. It is what it is. I'll do a shot after the fucking. So would you rather take a shot? Okay, after the Steelers, Actually, I was say you want to do it now. Do you want to do it now? Or after? Yeah, that's fine. I'll take a little sip of a shitty one too. I um, let me go in my. I'll try my, grapes. My bag of bullshit. I'm gonna have to get another bag, dude. I'm getting low. Dude, they they have fucking candy canes now. Did you see that? Of ninety nines. No, but did. Like the fireballs, like the fireball I think they used to do that with fireball. They did. Uh, yeah. This is curveball <clears throat> barbecue whiskey. Wow! Oh what the fuck? my god! It's probably it could be really good. It could be just like smoky whiskey, but ninety nine root beer. Ninety nine grapes. I want you to to do a half of the barbecue and a half of the root beer. Bro, really? We're doing mixtures. You gotta now? down it with root beer. You, you, gotta, you gotta down the brisket with some root beer. You're the fucking worst. How about you just get a little taste of the root beer, but you gotta do a regular of the the whatever I'm, it is. I'm mixing uh, half barbecue. And half. No, no, mix them half and half. I was you could just do one after the other. I feel like together would be ruined. All right, motherfucker. 
I feel like we got to mix it up. That sounds good. It sounds like a little. Uh, this sounds terrible. No, we're out back. It's literally it's called Barbie. You having Barbie? Curveball Original Barbecue Whiskey. What the fuck is a barbecue? The Curveball is popular, isn't it? I don't think so. I feel like it's gonna taste like like smoky or sauce, and then you down it. Dude, it smells <laughs> like bacon it? salt. <laughs> yeah, it but... smells like bacon salt. Is this a bacon <laughs> shot? It's probably just smoke. Well, uh, barbecue. Cheers. Maybe. I feel like barbecue's All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I have an open mind. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I'm gonna do this. I'll, I'll cheers are so... you with the root right, beer. Cheers. Root beer is gonna be the one I do after. Fair. All, All right. right. All right. Cheers, man. Oh, what the fuck? Ooh. Oh, what the fuck? Really? Dude. Is it, is it good? It's like barbecue sauce. It's like it a, it's I good. may as well have just done a fucking shot of barbecue sauce. But was it good? I mean, it's not terrible, but it's weird, man. But it's not like the 99s, right? It's just like a thing of barbecue. Sweet, smoky. Yeah, no, it's not like 99s at all. What is it? What is the fucking? I would try some barbecue stuff. This guy's deep into the fucking oh, ingredients to... on this thing. I'm trying to see how. Why don't you Google it? It doesn't have a proof, dude. I was seeing how much, like, how, how like, crazy it is. But it doesn't have anything. That's weird. Don't they have it to? Have, it didn't have like much of a burn, so. <clears throat> oh, All right, let's the... sip this root beer and grape soda. Cheers. <sighs> Cheers. Uh, <laughs> I don't like grapes, man. You're lying. How was that? Good till the end. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the thing. What's with these? Like, you can get them down, but then, then it just fucking reaches back up and punches you the the dude. back end the burn is just rough dude mm-hmm they're oh, all God. like that Blech. make sure yeah. you chase it with some soda and the soda tastes like shit too oh my god Oof. all right yeah. well that was a nice cookout yeah went from fucking barbecue sauce to fucking <laughs> goddamn root beer, root beer. All right, let's get into this game. Yeah. I actually was at this game. I uh, got a ticket late and went because bucket, it's awesome. And yeah. got a really good seat. Buying a single ticket is like one of the best things in the world because people are just trying to get rid of that last ticket to get recoup some type of money back. And it was awesome. Um, So prior to getting into the actual story of the game, I got to tell you a story of what happened in our seats. <laughs> so... Like I sit down and I'm to my right is a family with their kids who, who was, he's like seven or eight, his first game. He was hilarious. It was funny. The kid was just so stoked. He's like at his first NFL game. Like it was nuts to my left. A couple old men that probably have had season tickets in this spot for decades. They were super nice. And then in front of me, was like a couple, couple girls that were like the same age as I am. <laughs> uh, okay. Behind us, like three rows behind us, there's this one Packers fan, which I didn't look behind me to see who it was, and I wasn't paying attention when I'd go to the like, go to the bathroom or something. Uh, yeah. Every time they keep yelling, 
it sounded like a fucking child who hadn't hit puberty yet. They're like, okay. Pittsburgh's driving, and they're like yelling, Go, Pitt, go! Go, defense! So I'm just like laughing. I'm I, like, oh, I see. That's that's why you put your your thing, your uh, Instagram pictures. So was no it pack, Go, Pack, no. Go or whatever? Yeah. No, Pack, No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just like making jokes. And I'm like, don't worry, you'll hit puberty sometime. When I finally look back to see who it is in the fourth quarter, it was a 65-year-old lady. <laughs> Just haggard-ass oh, wow. 65-year-old lady wearing a cheese head. Like, and I'm just dying. Oh, God. I literally turned, and I looked to the guy next to me who had his kid. I go, I thought that was a, I thought that was a child. That's a 60, like 65-year-old lady. He goes, oh, you didn't know that? Well, I didn't look back there. I was just making fun of her the entire time. He just starts cracking up. And the two girls in front of me were just dying laughing because I'm like, I didn't realize that this was a 65-year-old lady. I thought it was a fucking child. And I'm just like having fun. I'm nothing egregious. I was just like, maybe you'll hit puberty sometime, you know? Maybe you'll actually be able to scream like Jesus Christ. Why are you, why is your voice now like old timey? Is it because she's old? I don't fucking know because that's yeah. I'm going for the old timey voice. See, why, dude? It was so you, fucking funny. I was I just believe, dying. I can't believe you beat up an old lady at the Caesars game. Dude. Yes, I beat. That's so bad. Jesus Christ! Fucking bullshit. You guys talk about us. You're over there fucking pissing on old ladies and shit. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Pissed golden them, showers dude. and shit. Good lord. Oh my golden god. Golden towels. Golden, yeah, we have golden go, towels, baby. You throw, you throw back a cup of piss. Oh, yeah. dude. I was but it was just fucking hilarious. Like there was nothing mean said. It was just when I realized it was sure. like, an old lady, it was fucking hilarious. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> uh all in all, most of the Packers fans were pretty chill. Uh a couple of them were just <clears throat> fucking homers, which is normal. But it is what it is. This is what sure. you get. Yep. But let's get into the game. Uh, this one started out the offense again for Pittsburgh. I mean, running the ball just right down their throat. Pittsburgh scores two touchdowns in their first two drives. Just, just, and literally just running the ball. Najee and Jalen both on on runs for touchdowns. Uh, but between the first two, Green Bay right down the field. Uh, a big thing it ends up hurting Pittsburgh on this one. Minka's out. And then also, along with that, we lost another middle linebacker for the season in this game early. <laughs> Quan Alexander. Damn. Uh, Quan Alexander oh, towards Achilles. He's gone for the year. Which sucks because we just lost Cole Holcomb last week. So our middle linebacking core at this point is literally a Landon Roberts and seventh round draft pick Mark Robinson from last year, who was a running back until his senior season at Old Miss. <laughs> Sick. So, so that that's that's who ends up there. Uh you can see, especially not having Minka in this game, there was a lot of communication errors, especially when Quan went down. Because Quan had our green dot. Oh yeah. And he goes oh, down. Yeah. So we didn't really have – it's going to end up being a Landon Roberts that takes over that spot now, but he did not have a green dot in this game. So it was all hand signals and communications there's, from there. 
You don't have a backup. You don't have a backup dot. I don't think they did because they didn't have anybody that would. That's... They weren't expecting. I mean, there's nobody on that that defense that consistently plays all three downs. Yeah, you're right. I was gonna say I feel like the Eagles usually have a, their backup as a safety, but your guys' safeties were out, right? So yeah, so they were switching out like Kazee. Uh, yeah, Keanu yeah, Neal that makes sense. Were like the two starters, but then they would you'd like rotate here and there too. Um, but yeah, 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 so it was just like fuck, because <laughs> I'm assuming like, going yeah, forward, Amanda Roberts will have that green dot, and I assume the backup will be Minka when it comes time for him to come back. But, right, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like Pittsburgh doesn't really, especially in the middle linebacking side. Holcomb was our three down starter. That became Quan for this game because Holcomb got hurt last week, and then Quan goes down in this fucking game, of course. So just like Jesus Christ, you can't you can't get a break in yep. the middle linebacker spot. Uh, but yeah, Is so it? Pittsburgh gets a gets a good like holds the Green Bay to a punt on the next drive after the touchdown. Uh, making it, you know, 14-7. Pittsburgh goes right back down the field. Uh, Pickett looked good to start. Had a couple errant overthrows that, you know, you worry, you kind of like, ah, shit. And then a couple drops that really hurt him, which is what, what sucks about the drops more than anything else is I feel like it hurts his confidence when he gets the drops, and it's not even his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not on him. So Pittsburgh gets a, gets a field goal on that next drive. So their first three drives all result in fucking points. That doesn't happen with Pittsburgh, especially on offense. You're feeling good. How many beers in are you at this point? You scored all three first drives. Uh, I only I don't drink that two. much of the game, dude. Honestly, I had I only had two beers of the game. Really? Yeah, we drank before right, the game. Enough. It's fucking expensive, man. I don't. It's like fourteen. I know. Bucks That's for the a thing. Beer. <laughs> and I'm like, eh. Is that I, what yours is too? Okay. Yeah. So I yeah, stuck same. in some shooters. Like I did a shot with a friend with a couple friends at halftime, but we met up at halftime sure. and like did shots. I like snuck fireballs in, yeah, whatever. Uh, but I, <laughs> that's I only exactly had, what we do. I only had two beers. Uh, the only thing that pissed me off was <laughs> at halftime. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go halftime. I'm gonna get a slice of pizza because the one thing that we don't have out here is a little Caesars, but they have little Caesars pizza at the fucking uh, at the game. At the at the stadium, the Detroit style one, the thick the thick huh. slice ones. You remember? Yeah, the little square ones. Or the square ones. Yeah, you get like it's two giant pieces. Yeah, yeah. That's what they sell. At yeah, the games. yeah, yeah. Dude, I like those. They didn't fucking have any f- during halftime. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you guys fuck this up? It's halftime. Right. The most important point in time to have food, and you don't have the it. One time, yeah. So I was all disappointed <laughs> in that, but whatever. Uh. My my, I didn't get anything. I said, "Fuck it, I'll wait till after the game." Uh, if I was gonna oh, okay. spend ten bucks, I'm spending ten bucks on that that piece of pizza. Like, I'm not paying eight dollars for a yeah. fucking hot dog, dude. I'm just not doing it. No chicken tenders, bro. Uh, no, they have chicken uh, tenders at a different spot, but I wasn't gonna go. What's wait like, that hey, oh, what? Yeah, what's like your guys's like uh, gimmick thing? Like, we got the crab fries, obviously, we have, at, we have the, at every stadium and shit. We have chicken peats. Oh, crab fries. Yeah, they have those. They have their. They have oh, the uh, okay. cheese steaks. Uh, we have Quaker steak yeah, and Luke really? for wings. If you want wings of the game, they have Permandy Brothers sandwiches at the game, and then like just your regular traditional. Yours isn't too dissimilar. No. Yeah. Not at all. Interesting. It's quite the same, dude. Honestly. Uh, 
but yeah. Uh, so like I said, Pittsburgh three, you know, first three drives get, you know, points. Next one for the Green Bay Packers, they drive 57 yards after a really good punt ret- or a kickoff return, go 57 yards for a touchdown. And then the ultimate part here, Pat Peterson blocks the extra point, making it 17-13. But it, it plays huge going in later for Pittsburgh because that block extra point is a big factor in the fourth quarter because they can't just kick a field goal to tie the game anymore. You're down four. So right. they had to continue yeah, I thought, to, to I shoot thought, uh, the fucking uh, end zone. What's that? I thought Patrick Peterson actually was like, he had a game, bro. He, he was actually really good in this game. He was really good in this game. Because he, he like breaks up, breaks up a pass later, like a clutch pass in the end zone and shit like that. And yep. uh, he stood out at least to me. Yeah he, yeah. he breaks up that pass that Keanu Neal intercepts and takes, you know, yeah, that's what, all yep. back. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. opening up of the second half, uh, sorry, it was another really good fucking kickoff return. For the uh, fucking Packers, they get it all the way. I mean, they're already on Pittsburgh's 44 right away. They go 31 yards. Pittsburgh holds them in the old Pittsburgh bend but don't break defensive mold that they've had the last few years um, and hold them to a field goal. So 17-16. And then, of course, Pittsburgh comes out three and out. Just just fucking shit. Um, nothing, in the, nothing in the runs. And then the short pass from Pickett at the end on third down goes for, like, nothing after they got called for uh, holding. Um, it's just – this is where it, it's frustrating being a fan of wanting Kenny Pickett to be good, but also watching him and being like, yeah. dude, this is just – he gets into these modes <laughs> where he doesn't look to the left-hand yeah. side of the field. He's just so focused on the right run side, he won't look back to the left. And then he tries to force a pass, and it's either high, goes weird, goes inaccurate as fuck, or he's lining his fucking receiver up to get just completely crushed. And that was, I mean, that was literally them for like four drives in a five, four or five drives in a row until the fucking fourth quarter when they finally, with nine minutes left, like start moving the ball. So, with the three and out, Green Bay just goes right back down down the field. Another bend but don't break moment. They get them in the red zone, and Pittsburgh doesn't let them score. They end up getting a field goal. Green Bay goes up 19-17. So, Pittsburgh gets a hell of a fucking kickoff return from Anthony McFarlane for the first time in forever. And they end up going... 35 yards, get down into into a field goal range for a Chris Boswell 49-yard field goal to take the lead 20-19. to 19. Then it was a punt, punt show for a minute, and Pittsburgh gets the ball, and they actually do some, some running in this one. They just kept running the ball down their throat. Didn't even rely on, on Pickett in the second half at all. This is the first fourth quarter that Pickett was just not really a factor in this year. Uh, get another field goal, 35 yards out, making it 23-19. Then 
So that's the key right there. 23-19, four, four points, right? <laughs> so because yeah. you have because of that, the defense now is forcing Love into making probably tougher decisions and, and going for tougher passes. So Pittsburgh yep. does the bend but not break again. <laughs> and this is what you were talking about, the Pat P. This next play or next drive, Green Bay gets down in the red zone, goes for the – goes. Or not, I don't think they were all the way in the red zone at this point on the interception. But – oh, no, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Keanu in the end Neal, zone. Pat Peterson knocks – in a tips the pass right to Keanu Neal. And he, Keanu Neal returns yeah. it all the way up to the Pittsburgh 24. Um, Keanu was, like, injured, but he was okay. Like, he ended up getting up. He was fine. Yeah. I was actually kind of bummed at it because essentially you lost a yard, right? Because if you kneel it there, you get to the 25, or does it take you to the 20? No, just 20 because it's not a kickoff. Okay. Kickoffs well, kickoffs. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then he gets hurt too, and I was like, God damn it, man. He ended up being okay, yeah, do you think good, but yeah. Yeah. Do you think corners just like they're so stoked to have the ball in their hands that they just take off? Oh, this one? He had every right to because he, he had a wide open field. If he makes one person miss – He's probably gone on that play. He just got stuck into really? a fucking tunnel. Oh yeah, he had, oh, a, he, okay. had he had that sideline like there was nobody there, and he was already coming with the head of steam. So it made sense for him to try and take it out. I, I always get worried because like they'll run out there and get tackled on like the five yard line. Yeah, that shit. shit. Sucks. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, but then Pittsburgh on that they just try to run the ball, take some time off the clock. And they do. They take it all the way down to 59 seconds left before they punt it. Um, ends up downing it inside the 19, or Green Bay 19. So, of course, fucking, what happens? Very first fucking pass goes for 46 yards, putting them all the way into Pittsburgh territory right away. And I'm just like, this yep. is fucking stupid, like. In my head, I'm going, dude, they've fucking... Fitting. They've been, but not broke, this entire game, and they're going to end up fucking breaking on the final drive because they've been out there for so fucking long. Yeah. But I exactly. also can't... I can't blame the play calling by Tomlin at the end either because, like, they're trying to run clock out, and the, the offense was running the ball really well. It just, you know, you didn't get a first down finally. Mm-hmm. So, of course... That happens. Uh, after that, they no gain. Love scrambles for eight. Another incompletion. On fourth and two, they get a completion for 11 yards. At which point, uh, there's 17 seconds left. They get the ball spiked finally. There's three seconds left on the clock for this. There's one final play. So Pittsburgh takes a timeout after they come out. Best part about this. Guess who ends up calling help to get the timeout because he felt they were the wrong play call? None other than Minka Fitzpatrick, who's sitting on the sideline hurt, gets him to call the timeout and change the defensive call, which ends up resulting in DeMonte Kazee getting the interception to seal the game. Like literally, it was fucking. Is that true? Minka. Oh yeah, dude. They they talked about it in in the post game. Terrell Austin, defensive coordinator, literally flat out said he goes, "Yeah, I 
Minka saw something that we didn't see. And we got that timeout called. They discussed it over with Tomlin. And the call was made to go elsewhere on that call. The communication was correct. And DeMonte gets the fucking interception. That's the level of talent that you have with Mika Fitzpatrick, dude. Like, that dude is yeah, fucking something else. Uh, so, yeah, Pittsburgh is a winner this 23-19. We both had the win on this one. Uh, interesting statistics on this. That's the first game that Pittsburgh, under Matt Canada, has run for 200 yards in a game since November 13th of 2022 against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, they ran for 217 that day. They ran for 204 in this game. Uh, hey. Also, only the second time that he's run for 200 yards. <laughs> the I was Steelers, just trying to look up like what your total offense was. Not. Dang, you still didn't get over 400. Nope. It's still yet to get over God 400 yards. Uh, this <laughs> is the first. This is another game in which they were outgained. By the pat by the opposing team. The last yeah. time they actually won a game in which they outgained the other team was the Cleveland Browns in Week 17 last year. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny when you look at like the standings on the side there. You know, it has you guys at six and three, but your point differential is like negative thirty or whatever, right? But got Green Bay, twice, dude. identical points, points. Like, I know, but I'm just saying, like, look at greed. It's like the fan, uh, fantasy football scores where, like, the guy above you has, like, the weakest points against oh, ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, shit like that. Because they've only scored 20 more points than you, but they're fucking three games less than you. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's pretty fucking insane. Uh, so far for this year, this <laughs> is uh, in six wins. This is game number four in which the defense is out there to end the game, to, like, seal the game. Like. Yep. Uh, so four wins specifically because of the defense, yeah. Yeah. Like, defense sealed against I mean, against that's how Baltimore, you guys like it, though. Defense sealed against Green Bay. Defense sealed against uh, Cleveland. Like, it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it, but I'm also, it's not good for my fucking heart. So at some point, no, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so stressful, but yeah, I feel like you guys, it's like the fit, the perfect team for you guys because it's defense all the way usually saves them. Sometimes it doesn't, but you have a quarterback that t- tends to uh, get you a drive at the end of the game somewhere. Yeah. That's you know, perfect for you guys. Same perfect scenario. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking wild. I was just kind of like shocked like, when, when it comes to that. Uh, still to this day, Kenny Pickett has not thrown for 300 yards in a game. <laughs> Ever? Ever? In the NFL? Ever. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, Are you starting to get worried? Is that? Not super, because it's not really Pittsburgh's really forte. But, uh, like, so far, since Pickett started... It's been 193, 246, 158, 162, 249, 151, 197, 264, 169, 244, 153, 189. Those are all last year's 
This year, he hasn't gotten over 240 in a game. So it's a lot of ones in there. It's pretty wild, dude. I mean, this game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look at this game. What did he? He? he I think he only threw for like 140. Probably even less than that, to be honest. One twenty six, dude. And you, and you take away with sacks, it goes to one one nineteen with sacks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what to say, man. You're gonna. I feel like every game you have is gonna be exactly like this. I don't think you're beating well, anybody by like two touchdowns. Also, the shitty part too is, I mean, legitimately, Deontay Johnson had two drops. Pickens had one, and. uh Jalen Warren had one really egregious one where if they just catch him, it looks better and they get him down the field. But I, I just felt like this one, he just like didn't quite pull it off. I don't know. Um, what well, did, didn't we get this point score uh, pretty close? Didn't I say like 24, 20 and, or, and you were something like 20. that too? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I originally 20. said 28 to 24 or something. And I was like, you guys aren't going to score that much. So yeah. then I changed it to 20. You said 24-20, and I said uh, 21-17. So we were very close. close. Uh, Another other little, like, small stat. J.J. Watt gets his – or not J.J. T.J. Watt gets his 88th sack, (laughs) giving him bragging rights over J.J. on most sacks in their first – he has more than uh, J.J. did in his first 100 games. Uh Oh. I think the only person to have more than them in the first 100 games is Reggie White. Probably true. I should know that. But do you, do you remember how dominant J.J. White was, dude? Or dude. Watt was? Oh, dude, uh, it was insane. He would literally, like, get, like, fumble touchdowns to end games and shit, like, uh, to win the game and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, so as of right now, Watt, has 88 Reggie White had 105 JJ had 87 and a half they had 105 bro back then too when they like barely threw deep like that oh dude Reggie was a fucking monster crazy oh monster, a monster. that's he was if only Cunningham could have stayed healthy dude they could have done something that's what they was say. Cunningham there with White I thought he was there I thought he was there a little bit after no, he was there, dude. And then what was it, the '91 season or whatever? Like they had all the fucking, uh, all the shit together. They thought they were gonna make the run, and then Cunningham gets hurt, and then uh, uh, Brown dies. I think that that same year, or the next year, or something. It's all around right then. I don't know who died. '91, '92. Uh, who? Jerome Brown. Oh fuck yeah, you're right. Uh, I think that was the same season. I'm not sure. But. Yeah, because Reggie ended up going when they started to allow free agency for the first time. He was like the key yeah, he, one when he went to Green Bay. He was like the first big one. Mm-hmm. And then I feels like most people remember him as a Packer because they won the Super Bowl or whatever. But like he got his whole. I mean, he was still awesome with Green Bay, I guess. But um, I don't know. He was awesome here, too. He's amazing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, he anyway. I mean, Green Bay. He was just he was the reverend of defense, as they called him. Because he yeah. was he was a man of faith. <laughs> reverend of defense. Yeah, I think he became like a, so did Cunningham. I think Cunningham became a preacher or something too. After the after football, 
I think you're right. Yeah, I haven't heard. Much I think he. Yeah, I think he's all like. He's chilling. He uh, took some photos with Jalen this year, and it was like whatever, you know, some promotion. He was but, always one of my favorites, dude. I don't know. I loved him to death. Yeah, he was my favorite up until probably Dawkins, and then Foles came around. But Cunningham's who like the Kellys, and then Cunningham is what kind of made me an Eagles fan. And then Buddy Ryan was an asshole. I loved him so. Oh yeah, that was it. Uh yeah. So there was also alumni weekend for pittsburgh so they had a bunch of like old players and stuff there for the oh league, nice which is kind of cool um wild in the end of the day like to see you know they had fanica and aaron smith and a bunch of these guys out which is cool as hell cordell stewart was out there which is you were i loved cordell stewart he was one of my favorites exactly <laughs> yeah you were down close to the field too it looked like too so yeah i was like uh, you got a great L, view. So it was cool. It was a ton of fun. This is the first game that I've actually, we, it took, so they ended up closing off the gate that I usually go through. So we had to go to another one and I missed half of fucking warm up presentations, which fucking sucks. I hate that. That's one of my, uh, you know me, I, I fucking hate not being in there for like opening ceremony shit. Like I could do whatever about the fucking you know, uh, national anthem. But like when it comes to announcing the players and doing all that shit, cause like Pittsburgh does the, Oh yeah. You gotta be there. Oh yeah. Pittsburgh does. The, they always have a, like a guest towel starter like this. So person comes out and starts, yeah. starts a towel. And like this week it was the entire, it was the entire alumni. I, I got down there for that, which is cool, but I did. I missed the, I missed half of the offensive starters being called out. So, that part sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, oh, uh, stupid. You know, it's really funny. That it reminds me. Well, hold on real quick. It reminds me. I went to that Jacksonville game when it was like that monsoon here last year, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it was like Doug's first game back. And I fucking missed Doug coming out with a cheer and everything because I was fucking taking a piss or whatever. It was like, that's the whole reason why I came this motherfucker. <laughs> but <laughs> my right, last question before we move on. What, yeah. what was the main Packer jersey you saw there? What were they wearing? Uh, it was kind of all over the place. I didn't see any Rogers jerseys. To really? Be fair. Uh, there was that a was lot my of, question. Really, is what? there was a lot of Farb jerseys. There was a lot of uh, there was a few Jordan Love jerseys. What's it, Jair Alexander? Their uh, quarterback. Yeah, There's sense. a lot He's of cool. those, but not. They really much don't have anybody else. Like no, I mean there was a few yeah, AJ. Who the Dill- fuck would you buy? There's a few AJ Dillon ones. Yeah. Uh. Went by that motherfucker. I'm just off the top. I, I didn't see it. I mean, New Jersey wise, there wasn't a ton. I mean, a lot of them were wearing old school shit. What did you wear? Who did uh, you wear? I wore my Rod Woodson jersey. Okay. I bought a uh, regular, like not not like a uh, not like a throwback one, just it's like a, a regular. No, it's a throwback. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a okay. Mitchell and Ness throwback from '93. Um, block numbers has the little like Three Rivers patch. Uh. I, I was one of my, we were down in the strip district and they were selling them for like 60 bucks off when my parents were in town. And I was like, man, Rod Woodson was my favorite. I'll still, I'll die on the hill that says he's better than Dion as an all around defensive back. So, <laughs> uh, and that's, needed, and that's, uh, that. when you met that guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. AJ Burnett. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, AJ Burnett. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you let him tackle you or something like that. I mean, I don't know why a pitcher would tackle. <laughs> yeah, you did. Wow. It's fine. <laughs> I, know, I forgot what, what he played. I He's a forgot. pitcher. He was a pitcher for the Pirates. He's actually funny. a pitcher for the Phillies too. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you let you let him throw a ball at you. Yeah, he he, he beamed me with one. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was like, dude, it was a fucking, it was a ton of fun. Um, but that's good, man. Yeah, Packers fans seemed fine. They weren't like the most egregious, but there, like I said, there's a few homers. But yeah, whatever. I mean, they don't know what to do with themselves anymore. Their team's garbage. Their quarterbacks oh, are gone. I will re. I will say. I did see more fucking Super Bowl forty five uh bullshit oh, yeah. when they beat Pittsburgh than I've seen in I my bet. goddamn life. I bet. So Well, you might as well. Uh, when yeah. you're when in Rome, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I nothing bad about it. It is what it is. It's just, I Yeah. To me yeah, it was no, just it more funny, funny that like these motherfuckers dusted off a fucking decade old fucking <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> See, this reaction is exactly what they wanted, though. They wanted you oh, to I, fucking get all grumpy about it. I didn't give a shit. I just thought it was funny. They're dusting. I, I mean, know. Dude, that'd be like no, me. I'm, I'm laughing. Like, going to, like, the fucking, when Pittsburgh plays Arizona and dusting off a fucking Super Bowl 43 hat. Like, you know, haven't had this one out in fucking two decades. Let's go fucking wear this motherfucker. Shit. I, I already feel like that against the Patriots. I don't want to fucking care yeah, about the Super Bowl jersey. I do that shit all the time. Seven, it's fucking the, like seven years, six years ago, seven years ago. Six years. Something like that. Dude, 2005. That's a long time. All right. That was the first Super Bowl I saw in my yeah, lifetime. that's fair. And it's coming up on two decades, bud. So, like, I'm literally getting That was the first where, one. You still got the, uh, still got Arizona at least. Yeah, that was oh, That was eight. later. Yeah. Yeah. We're still, it's 15 years ago. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not I'm, like it was recent. Like, you think about it, dude. No, you're right. Like, fucking, We're fucking Kurt, old, bro. Kurt fucking has been calling games for longer than he was fucking in the league at this point. Uh, uh Yeah. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. You know what's really funny is J- uh, Jason Kelsey got like Sexiest Man or whatever the hell. I from saw that. Whatever magazine. Uh, da- and he just turned like 35. And I was like, God damn it. He's su- he's such more of a man than me. And he's younger than me, you know? It's like, <laughs> like you, when I look at him, I think like a grown up. But when uh, I look at me, I just think like he's regular. The photo going around the internet of him <laughs> and Travis when they were at Cincinnati. And, oh, when they're uh, the, in, the yeah, caption. yeah, I, I've seen that picture a million times. But no, like the caption underneath said, one of these, one of these was just both, one of these dudes was just voted the sexiest man in the world. The other one is dating the pop icon Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect, dude. And then Good of course, Jason, bro, and he's singing. Go ahead, what? Of course, I don't know if you saw, but for her fucking Taylor Swift's fucking concert this weekend, which. Oh yeah, fucking douche boy was at. Uh, <laughs> she changed the lyrics to one of her fucking songs to like the the dude who plays for the Chiefs or the star from the Chiefs during the fucking concert. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Jesus Christ, cool. this is getting to be so funny. And then she ran over there and fuck, ran over and kissed him. I saw all that. That was cool. Yeah, Jesus Christ, there we are. What are we doing? Yeah, it sucks. I'm gonna have to watch them this week, so I might have to w- fucking have the radio on instead of the sound of the TV. <laughs> yeah, Not that I won't. I'll go blind, I guess. Fucking seen them. All right, let's get to All our right. picks. Uh, 
we'll yeah, get to the yeah. next. I was just gonna go over real quick, just another. Oh, okay. CJ Stroud, real quick, just because like CJ Stroud gets another fucking win <clears throat> over a good oh, yeah, team. He was amazing. amazing. Throws a Bro, second interception of his career in this game, but comes back and brings the fucking uh, Texans back for a 30-27 win over the Bengals and Joe Burr. So. Yeah, dude. That was like the one game I sat down and watched from beginning to end, dude. He was awesome. Anytime like they were like like their backs were against the wall, like he took a sack and it was gonna be like a third and thirteen or something, he would hit somebody deep, dude, like wide open and shit. Or he'd have to scramble and hit somebody. He was awesome, dude. Dude, he might be good. Oh, he's like yeah, real good. Absolutely. Uh Raiders get their second win in the field goal shootout of Sunday night football. <laughs> 16, yeah, 12. that was god awful. They just finally scored a touchdown, <laughs> and first touchdown wins basically. Uh, outside of that, Cowboys yep. completely trounced the fucking Giants, forty nine seventeen. I believe they outscored the Giants yeah. this year by almost sixty points in the two games they played. And Kyler Murray, did you see the? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, did you see the quarterback for the Giants now because they're down to like their third or fourth guy, Danny DeVito, right? No, they, yeah, his brother Tommy DeVito or something like that. Yeah, can't believe he can see over. He the didn't line. do very good, obviously. <laughs> well, he didn't clearly. Uh, and then uh, Kyler Murray gets the Cardinals their second win of the year. He's back and playing, which to me, I'm just like trying to figure out what they're doing. Like, are you trying trying to fucking fail for Caleb Williams or what? What's going on? Yeah, Gannon will never tank, dude. He's a man's man. Okay. He will never. He will. Ne- he will never take. He, he will never he's, he's, take. Uh, these two wins are earned. That's right. All right. All right. Let's get into the pickums. Week yeah. eleven. Here we go, baby. All right. First game. Cardinals at Texans. The Texans are favored by four. Uh, gonna, I mean, I'm going the Texans. Uh, yeah, I'm. I have to take the Texans in this game. It's like. CJ Stroud's yeah, that good, dude. Well, Stroud, I mean, I, I feel like it might be okay. So these two guys are these two head coaches are supposed are these like known defensive guys, right? You yeah. got um what's his name on the Texans? Uh Ryan. Ryan, uh D'Amico Ryan's, and who's obviously a much better fucking DC. And then you got fucking bird for brain Gannon over there. Who do you think it's like it's like the poor man's version of the Texans? They're the poor man's version of the Texans. A little bit. You're not wrong. Kind of the same thing. All right, give me the Texans, whatever. Right, I'm taking the Texans. Nine, nine touchdowns. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Seahawks <laughs> at the Los Angeles Rams. Seahawks minus one. This is not really the home dog thing that I always talk about. Like Seahawks being favored by one in this game. And it's not for sure that uh, <laughs> What's-His-Face is going to be back for this game. Uh, Stafford? Stafford, yeah. Uh, bummer. See, I was going to take the Rams because Stafford, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like the Rams tend to get them once. You don't want to go with your boy who they just signed? Carson? Carson. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Just for old time's sake, I'm going to do it. I don't care if it ends up being a shot because of it. Who cares? All right. I'm I'm going to take the Seahawks. Get a win here, Carson. What if he's (laughs) awesome, Doug? What if he's awesome? Hey, it revitalized Baker last year. Yeah, I was going to say, he pulls a Baker or a, uh, what's his name this year? Uh, Dobbs or whatever. Oh, he Dobbs, comes in yeah. and just fucking lights it up. Yeah, yeah, he's been there for a week. He knows the offense now. For sure. 
Give him a start. All right, McVeigh. I hate everything else you do. You're a turd, but do this one thing for me, man. Start Carson Wentz. Give week. the ginger a start. <laughs> if Carson wins, I'll wear I'll bust out his jersey and I'll wear it on the podcast next next week. All How right. We're gonna hold you to that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll have to dig. I don't know where the, exactly it is, but I'll find it. All right. Bengals at Ravens. Uh Ravens are favored by three and a half going into this game. This is like a weird one for me because I don't know what to think. Like the Ravens are such an up and down game. They both lost. Yeah. But like to me, the the Ravens lost in a much more like painful way because like the fucking pick six to end, basically. And then not being able to do anything with the ball again. And that was in Baltimore too, right? That was in Baltimore. Yeah. You know what? I just don't really like the Ravens that much. So, like, I just give me the Bengals just because it, I'm going to take the I, Bengals I like their too. Players better. Mostly because yeah. I, that half point is what scares me. I think this is a three point game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true also. Yeah. All right. Steelers at Browns. The Browns are favored by three and a half. This is at Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> this game scares me. And I, I honestly think that. <laughs> Pittsburgh loses this game. And it's not really because I don't think that Pittsburgh can, can stand up. I think that they'll get to Deshaun just fine. I just think that there's going to be no offense had by the by the by Pittsburgh. And oh yeah. The Browns will get enough challenging the middle of the field. And it's not for sure that Minka's going to be back this week. If Minka's back, it changes everything. It helps shore yeah. that middle of the field up, but dude, the two the two middle linebacker injuries are fucking killing them. So I'm going against my team. I'm taking the Browns in this one. I'm going to take the over on Deshaun Watson's uh, rushing yards this week, dude, because I think he's going to take off a bunch since your linebackers are going to be all exposed like that. Um, do you think? Do you think he's back? Do you think he has some magic left after no, that? I don't second? really think so because he showed <laughs> way he was too bad to start that game, dude. Uh. And it literally required them to get a pick six to really bring them back into that game. Yeah, you're right, but it's in the it's in Ohio. It's in uh, Ohio. Or Cleveland. No, uh, I don't no, know. No, 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 take, no. This, is, this is at Baltimore, dude. Oh yeah, this Baltimore. Is, this is um, at Baltimore. It's a Thursday night game too, by the way. Who'd you take? I took the Browns. Oh, sorry. This is yeah. I'm a, sorry, I I'm losing I was my mind. Say, we're on your. We're, game talking, now, we're yeah. Steelers Browns. Uh, yeah. This yeah, is this is this is in Cleveland. Yes. It's see, you're the I'm the one smoking. You're over here fucking. I know. I fucked up Austin's this week. Face. You did last week. You went to an <laughs> entirely right, uh, different team, though. <laughs> I want to. I I kind of want to just take the Browns, dude. I did take the Browns. All right. All right. Fine. Yeah. It, they should do a th- double throwback jersey this time. This game. What do you mean? Like the Browns, they can wear like a retro jersey as a home, and then you guys wear some retro shit. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, with the blocks. <laughs> yeah, why not? Or you I, could dude, wear I love black. The block like, I would literally, I'd say this, kind of like you do with the Kelly Greens. I would rather them go to the block numbers back full time again because those block numbers. It does look. Fuck. It looks better. They yeah. look fucking great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Eagles at Chiefs. Monday night football. Jesus. KC Spike. minus three. Yeah. 
What do you think? Rematch super? They're gonna blow that out of proportions. Super Bowl rematch. Taylor I'm, Swift coverage. Give uh, me the Eagles. Just give me the fucking Eagles, dude. You think so? Andy Reid on a I bye. Are... I get it, but just give me the fucking Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna play I mean, this. It's gonna be a much tighter game. I don't think the offense of the Chiefs is worth two fucks at this point. And I really hope Jalen Carter like poops, smears his butt all over. Uh, big head. Mars attacks guy, Mahomes. Yeah, I hope it smears his butt on him, dude. Kermit. Yeah, Kermit. <laughs> Mars attacks Kermit. But what sucks is like our secondary. Well, I guess we're getting Roby back probably. Yeah. Uh, so our, our slot. Uh, but but um, this is our first game. We don't have Goddard for the next of this gauntlet of a season or the next five games or whatever. We don't have Goddard. So they put him on. IR. I'm gonna take the Chiefs anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's it's not weeks, it's games. So like, this bye week didn't count as a week. So yeah, it's four games. essentially he's missing five weeks. Yeah, yeah, four games. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he'll be back after Dallas. So it's literally we got Casey, Buffalo, uh, the Niners, and then Cowboys, and then Seattle. But in between Dallas and Seattle, he could come back. Fucking crazy, dude. Anyway, KC, it's in Kansas City. You know, if the Eagles can win in Kansas City, if the Eagles can win this game... I think they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, think that, I like, honestly, that would give me all the confidence right there. But if I wouldn't hate them if they didn't, because like it's, I just feel like, I just feel like it's setting up perfectly to make it. You know, the the Chiefs haven't looked that good lately. You know what I mean? Like their defense does, but their offense looks like shit. And I feel like it's setting up to, for them to be like, oh, the Chiefs are back, Super Bowl rematch. They took them. Yeah, it's gonna come down to same some bullshit call again, right? Watch it; it's gonna be it's some repeat. Or... It always does that. That's just normal. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> In that's KC, just, that's just normal. That's just Monday Night Football. It happens all the time that way. In the summer, my sister asked me if I wanted to go to this game because she's, you know, a fake Chiefs fan. She just goes down there for the party or whatever. Yeah, you're talking. And about instantly, that. I was, I was like, no. Fuck no. I don't want to spend all that money to go down there and listen to those. They're the worst fans in the whole fucking league. And then, uh, you know, it's if they lost, if the Eagles lost, God. Oh, you'll get shit on. Everybody just throws shit at you. I mean, if, talk shit. I think if the, if the Eagles won, they would too, probably. But No, they usually don't say a fucking word when they lose, dude. They just, oh, they dude, they don't. did when I was there. Oh, Every, they, they everyone fucking... I've been to, if the Steelers win, they don't say a word. They just shut up. Don't do anything. Every time that I've been down there and the Steelers have lost, I guess rephrase that. The playoff game, when Pittsburgh kicked six field goals to win the game, <laughs> that one was rough. Real rough. I mean, yeah. I'm getting pelted with shit as I'm walking out. Yeah. And my buddy's exactly. trying to fight people that are, he's a cheese fan. He's trying to fight other cheese fans because they're being an assholes. And it's just like, dude. I didn't say anything, and you know me, I I can be a mouthy motherfucker at times. It's fine, but I well, you I, beat not, up that old lady. Yeah, that old lady to, uh, yesterday. She deserved it. So I, <laughs> I'm sure there was plenty of Chiefs fans. That oh, deserved shut it too. up. Uh, no, but like, right. dude, yeah. it's just like stupid. Like it, it. Every other time I've been there, if the Chiefs lose, they tuck their tails and don't say much. As soon as they fucking get like they get that hope and they they win a game, they start talking shit. They're running their mouths. Yeah, they're chucking shit at you. It's so terrible. But yeah, they're shitty. 
Yeah. All right. All right. Well, do you gotta do you, do you choose a song or you want me to choose one for this? Week? Oh fuck. Yeah, you choose one. I'll I'll get two next time or something. I totally spaced. You choose one next week. Let me get, let me let me look at my my handy dandy. We'll figure out what we're gonna use real quick. Uh, Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. No, we're not doing that, dude. What's wrong with you? We're doing it. Uh, Dirty from Christina Aguilera. Dirty. Remember that one? When she came back and she was like hot and like. Why are you such a turd? Like, why? Do you remember that? I do, but why? That was the best. Why do you have. She was the best of those three. You were an Ashley Simpson fan over the three, weren't you? Or no, I guess. Would you even. Would you make it a four? Would Mandy Moore be the four? I feel like the four pack. I guess, but she was more of a. To me, Mandy she Moore was like was a point more five. of a like. But if you think about it, Mandy Moore is more of a like actress to me than anything else, dude. That's the thing. Truthfully, she was the best one out of all of them. But she went like you know low behind the scenes or whatever. Uh, Christina, though, she was the best of the three. You just you definitely were a Jessica Simpson fan. <laughs> you probably watched that show. Was I? You watched that show the. Her and uh, what's his name? Nick Lachey or whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. 98 Degrees? The the fuck, they had a show and they were like Did married really? when we were in high school. Yeah, when we were in high school, yeah. And the whole famous scene was because she was a fucking moron. She she was eating tuna out of the can and she asked him if it was if it was really chicken from the ocean. She asked if chickens lived in the ocean. Something like that. Because it's called Chicken of Remember the that? Sea? Yes. Good God. And this is exactly how the conversation went. Yeah, it's funny. It was a terrible <laughs> I, show, but we all watched it. Reality TV, you know. I hate the fact that reality TV got as big as it did when it did, all because yeah. of the fact that there was a writer's strike. Like, that's why we have all this reality TV, dude. Back then? You mean because yeah. like, it's back then? That's yeah. what happened. There's a writer's strike, so they well, started doing this shit. I, well, they also saw that Real World was like hella popular and then Road Rules. Yeah, but and... Real World was like fucking cooler, man. Like, that was actual fun. It was much cooler. Of course it was. But like it's way better. It's also the same reason why we had American Gladiators. So the original American Gladiators came out when there's a there's a writer's strike. And then when it was rebooted was when there was another writer's strike. Yeah. <laughs> I did you watch that doc on Netflix or whatever? I did. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember that bit tidbit, but yeah, it was really cool. Uh, I don't remember the big flowy hair guy being like a fucking loser though. I thought he was cool when I was a kid. Of course, but yeah, I didn't know he was like a big. He was a big puss. He was, he was the biggest like, puss out, out of all of them. Yeah, he, yeah, like he couldn't handle a single tackle or anything. It was funny, dude. He got so funny. crushed on the fucking uh, swinging one, and like, yeah, dude, yeah. like never really regained and became much of anything after that. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. All right, uh, song. All right, my bad. Song. Dance Gavin Dance's new single War Machine is just Oh, came sick. Out. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really good. So we'll, we'll roll with that and uh, we'll get on out of here. Um, All right. I'm going to on our way out. One more shot. Well, I just got a water, man. Sorry. I'll take some water. Hey, cheers. Go Steelers. Cheers. Go Steagles. Go Steagles. Carson Wentzberg.